Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us on From the Friar. We heard you loud and clear. It is a yes to the NBC interview question. We are here. We are ready to talk about it. And I will say it was much better than I expected. I enjoyed watching the special because the interviewer asked Natalie Morales, <laughs> asked questions that I feel like I would want to ask them after watching this season. Whereas if you relate that to where we are now, I feel like we don't get those hard hitting questions. I feel like they ask pretty much anything folks are wondering about. Completely agree. And Cody has way too much pull. I have no idea why, but they need to go back to asking questions like this. Also, all on one couch. Amazing. I think we need to enjoy it while we can during this rewatch because we know it's most likely never going to happen again. Yep, exactly. I mean, Christine isn't even going to be in Arizona for her interviews anymore. What was it? In her basement, they're building her interview space. So that's it. All right. Before we deep dive, number one, I learned how to do a poll on Instagram. Thank you for all of your votes and your messages. It was awesome. Number two, a friend of the podcast sent us a message and we had some great conversation. And so I want to kind of hit on what they were talking about and kind of get your opinions on it. So this is from Summertime Bad on Instagram. They were talking about verbiage that Robin uses on the show. And I thought that was really interesting. So specifically, we were talking about kind of the brown kids bullying Robin's kids. And Robin says something interesting. She says, if the kids don't start fitting into the family, that they would have to live with their biological dad. We should set the stage that this is coming from season three. Yes, season three. So we are skipping just a little bit ahead, but okay. I think that's a pretty brutal statement that you would pick Cody over your kids. Also, Cody and his kids over your own kids. Why wouldn't... I think the natural thing would think of, oh, you're going to follow your children. You're going to leave with them. You're going to start your life with them. But her response is, I'm staying with Cody and they have to leave. Or they're going to leave, I should say. Now, I know kids can be buttholes when they're younger, but there's also there's this underlying story of how, do this, how does this family work through issues where the adults can't figure out a solution for some kids being bullied? Yeah, and why? I mean, have they even addressed it yet? I know things were kind of lax between Christine and Janelle's parenting, and I don't think the other kids are really listening to Robin, so I don't even feel like it was a united parent front on this. On another note, I can see how if you have like your crew, your tribe, the brown kids, and now you, yes, the family, and they're, they're, you know, trying to sell it to you as like, these are your siblings now, but yeah, they are, but also the brown kids are thinking, you are, but you're, you're not. Yeah. You, you know, you're not. You're, you're on the outside. You're coming in. Think of the older teenagers, too. Also, Robin kind of makes her last relationship seem borderline abusive, if not abusive, just really bad. And I'm wondering, and this maybe this is inferring too far, but if she lets her kids visit for the summer and moving in with him is an option and kind of the visitation is still there and they go back to Montana. Was it that bad? Would you 
allow your kids to go back if it was that bad? Of course, no one will ever know. And so huge grain of salt. I mean, the the defense there is maybe between Robin's ex and her, they had issues, but the father might have never had issues with the kiddo. So, you know, he could have been a great still, father for all we know. Uh, but if you're abusive, uh, you, I don't know if you want your kids even in that house with someone that treated you horribly. Sure, sure. So the front of the pod also asked a second question. Yes. Basically, what do we think will happen to Cody and Robin? And this is after the show. Let's say we're living in a world where the show finally comes to its end. What's going to happen? I personally think that they will continue to live their monogamous marriage that they have been living in for years. (laughs) Also, I think as far as the children go, they'll all forever live in that house. Except Dayton. I think eventually he'll be able to find his way out. It might be at the cost of his relationship with his mother. Like, he might have to totally cut her out in order to give him space. I don't know. But I can see the other kids definitely living there, living their best lives. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to knock people for living with their folks. I mean, more and more folks at an older age are still living with their parents, and that's totally fine. But I want to see you make strides to be your own self and, and go on your own life journey and that's, I get it with Dayton. It seems like he's getting like every degree in the world. That's fine. I don't see it from Robin's other kiddos. Let me clarify. The only reason I give them crap is because Cody made everyone else move out. I hear you. But let, let, me, let me step back here. I think that at this point, Robin has just such a deep uh, codependency with Cody. I don't think, I, I don't see her leaving him no ever i it's totally codependency i don't think she would know what to do with herself so are we kind of on the same page that we just think they'll be together forever soulmates i think so but it would it's gonna be really interesting and i don't know how we're gonna get updates it would be interesting to see an update from cody if the show were to end just what he's doing what he has going on how he makes money i hope the show at least goes to season 20 i don't even care if 18 and 19 are boring, which 18 definitely won't be, but let's make it to 20. We're already there. Why not? Thank you for your question. Summertime bad. Yeah. If you ever have any questions, feel free to hit us up anywhere. Pretty much Instagram, Twitter. I'm more than happy to talk about them over the pod. All right. On to the NBC special. So the timing of this interview was kind of interesting because it was before Cody and Robin got married. Or at least the voiceover was, uh, like the introductions, because they call Robin his fiance, not wife. But during the show, they show the wedding. But even in the voiceover, I believe they mentioned in like the essentially wording it as the season finale, like the season mm, was over. True. So I don't know the the episode count is odd in the app because there is one more episode this season after the special. I think that's a special too. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, that's not part of the season. Oh, interesting. They got their own special. Dang, Robin got the wedding, the big reception, and a special. The other wives got nothing. The first topic that is brought up is the family stepping into the spotlight. Cody takes this question in an interesting direction. He talks about the stereotypes and people's perception of polygamy. He says, when I step forward, people think, oh, 
Maybe this guy is patriarchal. Maybe this guy is narcissistic, self-obsessed, and he loves having women worship him. Through the process of the show, I think you get to see me get schooled several times. I think it's very important that America see that I'm a man who's just well-trained. Lies. Isn't it amazing? (laughs) You know, there's a part of me that thinks like these first initial seasons, Cody is just faking it. But it's amazing that he's trying to downplay what people assume of him when where we are now, a a lot, if not all of these things are true. Completely. And again, just the energy he exudes is so different sitting there back then versus now. Now it's just a constant scold on the offense, just wanting to attack everyone that's ever wronged him as to there, the wives could poke at him and he could semi take a joke. And well, even the way they talk about in the first seasons of how there's sort of more of this, this feeling of equality within everyone, every adult at least. And not so much anymore anymore. It's more like my word is final. Yeah. And even he says, you signed up for patriarchy. Like, and did they, if, in this first interview, you're like, absolutely not. It's not that way. He's really, honestly, watching this interview really does show how much he switched it up on his wives. Cody says, these women will not do what I tell them to do. Christine pipes in and says, he doesn't really try either. So is that more of a lie? Or was that, again, how he was? Who knows? Because we do think they were putting on like their best face, obviously, in season one. Then we move on to the topic of sleeping arrangements. As Natalie is setting up her question regarding the sleeping arrangements, Cody entering the wife's bedroom, Christine immediately interrupts and says that they don't want to talk about it. It's a private part of their life, and they just don't want to go there. Which is odd because Mary broke this down like episode one of yes, this season. Yes, they don't go weird. They don't go weird. That's pretty much as much detail as we want to know, Christine. Like we don't, yeah, we don't, don't want to know anything else. I promise. We just wanted to know like the logistics, not the details. You know, what's interesting. This could be a clue because you don't know what questions are coming. Like if we're being real, one question could be you get one every fourth night with him, but are you having sex every night? Or because if you skip a night, now you're at, like eight days. Oh, maybe you skip twice. Now you're at 12 days. But is this kind of a, a prelude to Cody sort of stepping away? How intimate or Christine wants to avoid this because depending on what questions asked, you might hurt another person's feelings because you're like, oh, Robin and I are super sexually intimate. Yeah. But oh, Christine and I maybe once a month. Mm hmm. Whereas maybe Christine was like, oh, I'd like to be really intimate, but um, he's just giving me once a month. You see, we can, now be yes. hurting, we can now be hurting people's feelings in that conversation. I wish we could ask now when the rotation was thrown out the window. When did that come to an end? I think it was Vegas. Is it too much to ask that in a cameo? Is that too deep? Well, Christine's a new man. Maybe she just won't care. So I can just ask it. I can do what I did last time. Last time I was super nice Say, and I just said like, hey, I, you mm-hmm. totally don't have to answer. I sure. just want you to be comfortable. So no worries. We're so proud of you. All this stuff. Maybe I'll do that again Maybe and then say, hey, when did the rotation stop? Ask it. No, ask it in a way it says um, 
at what point did you feel a major shift in the rotation? Oh, I bet she would say immediately because he was cutting into people's time to go to St. George or wherever Robin was. Another way to word it is after Cody and Robin were married after that, like after the courting, after I have to spend time with her and her family, get to know them after all that shit. When did you feel like the rotation is not going to be what it used to be? Like four days at Robin's one, you know, one (laughs) night for the other wives. You might have to ask that on your own. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I could bite the bullet, sure. When talking about bringing a new person into their family, Cody says, chicks don't understand that a guy can have four best friends. Janelle quickly asks, chicks were chicks? I think Cody watches some type of entertainment where he's like, oh, that's how I should be speaking. I'm like, no, you're like 40. He just, I feel like he talks like how he thinks like someone cool talks. Mm -hmm. We got to say bro a lot. Yeah. He probably does that now. (laughs) He goes through and says that each wife is his best friend and he wants to tell them everything. Remember, he leaks like a sieve. He is shit talking everyone to everyone. The moment he says, I want to tell you everything. I want to tell you everything. I piped up and you said, wait a minute. I came to the same realization. This is Cody admitting, like, I am talking all the shit to each one of these wives individually about all of you. Yep. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but Cody brings up the couch and how essentially the couch brings up everything. There's no secrets on the couch and how they have to experience every difficult moment, essentially, three separate times. You have to experience it for the first time then talking about it, and then seeing it on the show. That would be a weird way to live. You're sort of reliving moments of your life, and and each moment you're in a different, you're just at a different state emotionally. Yeah. Like initial reactions are much different than months down the line. Right, you get time to process it. Maybe your opinions change. Uh, Cody with the dress, maybe he realizes he's a doofball. (laughs) Like, it, it is fascinating to think about. Cody says that being on the show is like being on a football field naked. You have to decide if you're going to flex or if you're going to cover up and hide. Natalie asks, are you flexing? He says, no, I hid for a bit. I was really embarrassed. Hid for a bit, which means I'm flexing now, baby. Flexing now and has not stopped. It's a core part of his personality now is flexing. Natalie asks the family, What are you scared of by putting yourself out there? Janelle says, the children. They have doubled efforts to make sure that their lives are normal and consistent. They don't want things to change too much for them. Yeah, I think it's huge. I don't think many kids their age are watching this show, but it's probably more of what's going on around them right now. There's camera crews, there's Mm -hmm. producers. Like these people, like we don't even know these people. Like we're just... We're just a couple of young kids hanging out in Utah. Like, this is not, this is not normal. Yeah. Also, I think you would be treated different. Think of high school, how annoying it can be anyway. I would imagine they probably did a really good job. You know, they're never impeding on them in a school setting. I mean, I don't know, like maybe unless they talked about it, like, oh, we're on a show now. Like, you got to check it out. Like, but their friends aren't going to go out of their way to tune in. They totally are. Kids? Yes. 
But kids they, are so nosy, and they the, will they pick would, on anyone for anything. But they would most likely, I think, become aware of it from the brown kids. I feel like they'd become aware of it from like the whole town's probably gossiping about this. Someone's parents know they true. all maybe they go to similar churches, activities, youth groups. That's true. That is true. Hot goss. I do kind of forget like their community is probably relatively small. Yeah. And they're still in Utah at this time. So lots of connections. Everyone's family. I didn't mean that as like everyone's family. You know what I mean? You're just, <laughs> Not you, everyone's you related. Know, you know your neighbors. <laughs> yes. That's what, yeah. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Natalie says to Cody, you are the moon and everyone sort of revolves around you. Cody says that's flattering for a big ego, but I think the public has misunderstood because all the relationships are being nurtured. Mm, are uh, they? They, they, are were, they? they were up until a certain point. <sighs> I mean, season one, you have Christine saying she's not happy and things. Mary thinking are about hard. leaving. Yeah. So I, I don't know if everyone's being nurtured. Janelle's just kind of chilling. Cody says, you've got to have love and you've got to have forgiveness in a relationship or you will burn. And baby, it burned. It was a blaze. And now the coals are just hot and smoldering. It's amazing. I don't know if we're going to cover it, but there's just one little segment where they talk about, you know, now they're getting more famous. They're they have uh, media outlets writing about them. And in one little screen grab, they show, it looks like a TMZ, like a website article. And it's like three, like one new wife, three wives looking to get out. And I'm like, oh my Lord. Who knew that would be so uh, correct? How right that was. <laughs> then we move on to Mary. There's a montage of Mary being described as a strong-willed leader and shows scenes of her packing up the U-Haul. This, this moment was... Like Mary's all-time shining moment on this show. <laughs> Keeps coming back. Your organizational skills. <laughs> and then moving Christine's furniture. Yes. Natalie asks Mary, is it hard? You've had to welcome three people into your life. Mary said, it depends. There are days where I just can't see it. She says, I know you love her. That's fine. But basically, I don't want to see it. And then there are other days where it doesn't bother me at all because we're one big happy family. Mary, I think I've mentioned this before. I, Mary is one of the most fascinating characters on this show because she even mentions early on her relationship with Cody. They sort of knew, knew from the jump, like, we are going to be a plural family. Like, that is our future. But it's just odd to me that someone could know that at such a young age or at least be in the mental state of, like, I have made this decision for my future but you have so many issues with being in that setting. Well, we also have to remember that she was raised in that. So she was one of the only ones that, I mean, fully grew up in it, had multiple mothers. But more to my point is being in that lifestyle, unless your parents hid that from you, like your moms must have gone through that, must have gone oh, through yeah. jealousy. So you know what that entails and she already chose that at such a young age. And she, it's almost like you're repeating the cycle. Like it's, it's still hard on you. And it's almost like, why did you choose that? I know you lived it, but you didn't have to choose it. But I bet that that is something that's addressed in their culture. And it's probably a sign that things are going right. And 
you know how things are oh, kind of used it's, it's as almost like, like a guiding light almost like if you like this is expected you will work through it and you'll be stronger because of it now mind you i think I think Mary having jealousy is a total normal human yeah, behavior. Yeah. I think I think that's more normal than than not, Cody just not, being right than yeah. not being jealous. It's telling you to get over it. It's it's more of you having the knowledge of what you're stepping into, and you still went through that. The family expectations, the culture expectations. They play the scene of Mary and Cody at Lakai when Mary is asking Cody to acknowledge her feelings. Does he ever actually acknowledge the feelings? No, or does he just never. <laughs> he never does. His re- relationship with all of his wives would be so much better if he could just do that one thing. Mary talks about how they were going through a rough spot and then adding Robin on top of it and the insecurities of their relationship made it way worse. This is one of the cases where I think they dropped the ball. She mentions they're going through a rough spot, but boom. Hit on that right then and there. Yeah. What was a rough spot? What led to that? Why are you in this rough spot, but then trying to court a new wife? Like, but they, they sort of, I mean, they didn't even gloss over. They just didn't even, didn't yeah. even go into that. And I think even in season one, they don't talk about it. The, they talk a little bit about it in season one that Mary is thought of leaving, but due to her commitment level and her kid, that she's basically not going to leave. But even in that case, we never touched on why. Everything was just like revolving around Robin, but that wasn't the case here. Cody says every couple in America has gone through this. After 20 years, we looked at each other and said, I love you, I'm going to stay. Mary's infertility is brought up in Cody wanting to try in vitro. Mary said that she's gone through many fertilization treatments before, and it's always a letdown. She says, getting older, I feel like it would be awesome if it just happened, but basically otherwise she doesn't want to do anything on top of just naturally trying. You weren't a fan of this segment. I don't like that so much revolves around Mary's infertility. Unless she wants it, then that's fine. But if she didn't really express either way, I think it's weird to constantly bring up something that's so painful to her. I wonder how they haven't... I'm sure they've noticed how tough it's been on Mary for her, you know, her um, infertility. And it's almost like they're trying to connect the worth of a wife to how many kids you can produce. I don't like that. Also, yeah, that in in comparison to the other wives. I don't like it. But if Mary was like, yeah, I want to talk about this a lot, then sure. But I just don't see her doing that. I feel like they took this one fact about Mary and they ran with it. Natalie asks Mary, do you ever think of leaving? Again, why? Why? Like, where did it... Where did it, this question come from that it was direct, like directed right at Mary? Yes. Mary says, there was a time where we struggled so much, but I knew I wouldn't leave because I do have a commitment and we do love each other. But there are times I thought, you know, I don't want to deal with the stress. I'm so how, how, curious. Yeah, like how it, it I, I've never thought about leaving you, but like how... <laughs> How bad and how stressful must it get to the point where you're thinking of, like, I'm I'm almost ready to go? I mean, I think with just their type of family they have, it's just so much on top of what, like, a normal monogamous marriage would be. 
And then seeing him, it's exactly how Christine described it in this season. It's hard to see him have fully functioning marriages right in front of you with someone else. But are we in agreement that that probably wasn't with the current wives? That was more because of Robin. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I would imagine, let, let's take Robin out of the picture. I would imagine they had pretty... I mean, we probably think Mary was the favorite wife at that moment in yes, time. Yes, I totally think so. The way they described their rotation, it seemed like there was more equal time mm-hmm. and sort of care yeah. within the relationships. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if Cody disliked all of his wives the same amount at that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then when Robin came in, he just totally loved her. So then it was just like there was no hiding it anymore. I think it is hard to see that much love and you want you want that that type yes. of love that you want him to treat you like he treats Robin like your soulmate. Yes. Like maybe they view like Mary did say it this season I think that I view him as my soulmate. He does not view her the same way. No. Then we move on to Janelle. They described her as the level-headed one, the thinker and the worker. Janelle says, I would rather be working than with the kids. <laughs> Janelle's a savage for she's how... She's a savage. <laughs> she's so truthful. Like, she's not going to dance around something. No. She says, in a large family, one breadwinner is not enough. So she kind of saved it right there. Kind of. <laughs> it is brought up, though, that Janelle was Mary's sister-in-law. Janelle laughs and says... Who wants to talk about their failed marriages? Okay, hold on. But the way Janelle broke it down was almost like a, like it's a taboo subject. Like nobody wants to talk about their failed marriages. I'm like, no, 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 no. Janelle, that's not the reason why the viewers at home were so shocked. The viewers at home are shocked because you divorced your future sister wife's brother and married her husband. Yes. That's why everybody was so shocked. <laughs> Not because you've had a prior marriage. No. No one cares that you had a prior marriage. They were more surprised of the relativity of it all. Mm-hmm. Janelle says that she fell for Cody first. Then the faith came along, which she embraced. And then it was natural. She wanted to marry the best guy she knew. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. But I just think there wasn't many guys in Janelle's circle. Maybe not. Maybe not. But Cody put on the charm back in the day when he was young, though. There was no sign that he would turn into this. This was in this was in Wyoming, right? I take that back. The nacho incident. He was an ass. Okay, what? Yes, Wyoming. Yeah, this, this was all in, yeah, this was all <laughs> To my Wyoming. knowledge, yeah. This was all in Wyoming. Okay. Man, did we ever catch what city in Wyoming? No, but I'm listening to someone read the book now, so I'm sure they'll they'll say it. Because they went back for um, well, I guess Janelle's mother passing away. Yeah, but they there's history in Wyoming. They li- did live there as well. Mm, yep. And then Cody's family's ranch and mm-hmm. yeah. This was one of my favorite questions. Natalie says, with you driving a sports car and your large house, you seem financially set. How do you get the money? Beautiful. I would ask this question today. I also want to know. The only grace I can give Cody is he's in advertising sales, so he might need to wine and dine someone to sell an ad. 
that's the only saving grace because other than that, that car for your family is fucking useless. It's so useless. And he tries to he tries to smooth it by saying, Oh, when we got it, it was like five, seven years old. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, it doesn't matter. It's so impractical. So impractical and also just like okay. We had a friend that had a convertible while we lived in Utah and everyone gave him shit. <laughs> because this dude like, would be driving around in the snow in his convertible. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, maybe you could pass a hard top convertible, but no, this is a soft top. It, uh, it's what, just impractical in every way for Cody Brown to have this car. Size, the climate, it's just not it. And even previously, he tried to play it off in what? I don't remember what season, but he was just like, oh, it's the date car. You can no. still have a nice date car that isn't going to fit only two people and then could also be used for yeah, children. I don't need to spend. 25 grand plus for a date car. I think it's significant. Like this is like a $50,000 car or something. Like it's absurd. At the time it came out or like five years after? At the time it came out five years after, I'm sure less, but not what they should have been spending. Sure. Our date car is going to be a nice Honda Civic. Yes. That was your Utah car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also small rant, not rant, but side note. I am in a car club with one other person in our neighborhood. I don't know who he is, but he has the exact same Jetta I have. Same year. Same, like everything. Same color. And so we wave to each other but when we see each other. But they're cooler because <laughs> their windows are tinted. Oh, no, they're bit. cooler because I think they have the sun top version. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's the one I wanted. But anyway. That's your tiny club. Yeah. Just maybe he waves at everyone with the car. We digress. <laughs> they are definitely not financially stable. No, they all laugh at this question. Knowing what we know now, which isn't a part of this interview, is they've almost all of them have filed for bankruptcy at one point or another. Yeah, they kind of strategically did it, each person. Then the follow-up is like insurance. They get into insurance. I was like, wow, I can't believe they went into that. Like, that's amazing that they even asked that question. I would want to know that. Like, who... I mean, I guess Truly probably has it through Christine now. And everyone, all of Robin's kids have it from Cody. But, but let's let's go back in time where they are now. Like, Robin's just a fiancé. And we're imagining they probably have some from their dad. I was just going to say, I bet the dad has the so, kiddos. So, so that's covered, but Robin's not. And then Janelle works a full-time job. So she's covered and most likely her mm-hmm. kiddos. Cody obviously has his job so he's covered mm-hmm. and probably um leon at this time mm-hmm. and, leon mary, and mary and mary covered. mary's working part-time so you're probably not getting insurance i feel like christine is kind of yeah. like fucked in this moment like exactly. her, her kids being covered or lack of coverage and christine herself something must have happened because uh Pregnancies in a hospital can get expensive, so they must have worked something out, or I don't know if it was TLC might have paid for it. I don't know it. if it was a thing with TLC, like you guys got to cover these medical expenses if yeah. we're going to film this. I don't know how that went down, but then they mentioned Maddie needing an appendectomy. Yes, and that they are still paying it off. Girl, Janelle switched jobs at that time, so her coverage didn't start yet. Cody was not providing insurance. And it cost them a year of wages. I looked this up and that operation with no insurance could range. And it's always amazing when there's always like a huge range from 10,000 to $30,000. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember for my appendectomy, 
I have no idea because insurance covered the majority like, of it. I don't even know if it was like 200 bucks. I don't know. But it yeah. was like something where it was like reasonable. So you just don't even really think about it much because, you you know, it's we're like we're lucky, though. It's like I mean, t- that's tens of thousands of dollar yeah. operation. But that's a reality for a lot of people. I, I I hear you, but like, man, for that size of family, it's I like know. you have it's you have so many kids that you're magnifying the amount of problems. You know, maybe you have one kid and like, all right, you know, the kid needed like he broke his arm. Okay, but you have eight, like eighteen kids. There's so many chances of something happening to your kid. Also, isn't there a max you can put on insurance? That might be a really dumb question, but we don't have kids. I think it's I like three know. or four. I thought. I don't know. But I that, don't either. But that would be weird if you were like... Because then you got to like pick your four. <laughs> like, how do you do that? I don't know if like two parents working full time. Do you like, okay, I'll put these two on mine yeah. and then you put one on yours. I don't know. Also, I didn't really like Cody's non-direct way of answering. He said something like, oh, my employer's really been really cool about it. Yeah. And like, cool about what? Like, I'm he's switching what kid can is insured at what I moment in time? I bet they're doing s- some stuff like that for him. Yeah. It's like, oh, Cody just has a dynamic open enrollment. <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> so this was really vague, and I'm wondering if this relates back to Robin joining the family. Janelle talks about a time when she was so mad at Cody that she didn't talk to him for weeks. When they did talk... He said all of the right things and she melted. It, but they didn't really say what that was in relation to. Was that into Robin joining the family? Is this something like Mary that is a big problem that we just are never going to touch? Again, just these very minor points, but they were opportunities to dive deep and they just didn't. It was also the opportunity to kind of, I don't want to say put him in the hot seat, but I mean, you can get a little bit more of the truth out than what season one showed. But okay. Do you notice we must've been under some kind of spell (laughs) because they're trying to, they're trying to show you this loving plural family and we're sort of eating it up and we're like, Oh man, this family's great. Like what they're doing. But even in this finale, this, you know, the interview, they start off by saying like, yeah, we're this happy family, but they are hinting at, yeah, we have serious issues. Yeah. But it's almost like as you're, when you're rewatching, like, wow, did I, I never even caught that. Well, we were really young too. True. <laughs> I mean, I mean, true. Like, while we're watching, we're just like, I don't give a shit. I'm just here to watch content. Like, I'm here whatever. to eat my after school snack. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing that they could even say that to the camera when they clearly have issues. Yeah. And they are mentioning them on camera. Maybe not the, not the full story, but they are mentioning that like, no, it's not always happy here. I feel like the TLC network has really shaped who I am as an adult. Like think of the shows we were watching in high school, like a baby story, all these pregnant women giving birth, well, that sister and, wives. Probably that in MTV. Yeah. But I was really into TLC like yeah. always. Yeah. And so now I'm terrified to have children. <laughs> so that's where it stems from. I bet. Having kids is fucking hard, man. Terrifying. It's, it's hard. We always say props to you parents. <laughs> So as Janelle is talking about this hard time in her and Cody's relationship, this mystery reason, I just happened to see Robin in the background crying. (laughs) Like this happened multiple times. If it wasn't crying, it's Robin doing her like wife. Oh, it's, it was the dabbing. The dabbing. It's yeah, it's a dabbing. (laughs) There you go. Janelle says that they all experience jealousy in different ways. 
She is confident in who she is. She is not vocal. She's more logical and was secure with herself long before Robin came along. So she's good to go. This Long is, story this short, is where she's fine. She's chilling. Janelle is planting the stake in the ground and saying, I ain't fucking going anywhere. <laughs> That's I'm right. I'm comfortable with who I am, my man, our intimacy. Yep. I'm good. Yep. Exactly. Then we move on to Christine. They describe her as being outspoken, dominant, and not even close to shy. She knows what she wants, and she has gotten it. Again, they don't know the full picture. We know Christine's not getting all that she wants. No. She literally she said, is not. Cody, I need dates. I want dates. <laughs> You're clearly not getting everything you want. All I could think about was go on dates. Go on dates. <laughs> have dates. No, she said have dates. Is, it is that what dates? it is? I think it's have dates. Have dates. <laughs> we see a clip of truly being born and Christine says it was the best labor she's ever had. And in the background, Robin's crying again. Christine talks about her struggles with a fourth wife coming in and all of it being so new to her, which is really accurate. And I didn't really think about that before, about how Mary already went through this two times. Janelle went through it one time and Christine's really the one that has not experienced this before. But along with her, Robin has not experienced this before. Christine opens up a little bit more about her jealousy and says that she felt like she was being replaced. In the background, we hear Robin go, oh, I didn't even catch that. I was like, get out of here. Just just be quiet. Just sit back there and be quiet. Then we have a clip of the infamous dress scene. Oh, no. And Cody telling everyone he picked Robin's dress. It's funny. Even on the rewatch, he just looks more dumb. (laughs) <laughs> he knows he effed up though on the rewatch. It looks so stupid on a rewatch. <laughs> also, I didn't notice this initially, but in that scene when Cody is, you know, being so proud and excited, Robin is smiling the whole time. And she slightly rolls her eyes when Christine gets up and leaves. I was like, wow. I understand that things are probably awkward, but the eye roll. Just hold it in. Just hold it in. Do you think there's there's a little bit of a difference in levels of maturity oh, between yes. the current wives and Robin totally. in, in that moment in time? I Now, then, every time, I think there is a certain level of maturity between each person. Or yeah. even, even some of the weight, like even some of the concepts they use in their religion as far as, or not even religion, just their expectations. And we've talked about this before, like expectations of kissing before marriage and it's almost like did you like miss the memo or something and you're just like doing your own thing uh they i mean the theme with cody and robin tends to be rules for thee not for me you pick and choose and i and i I guess in that case i shouldn't i'm not putting that all on robin i mean that's cody as well cody's the main factor here (laughs) even in that the the dress scene and like rolling your eyes i'm like that is uh, that was offensive to them in some way. Yeah. Why are you rolling your eyes? That just seems so immature. Cody says when he dropped that bomb, he had no idea that they had a bonding moment. They could replay the scene of Cody saying, I don't think it was fair that I'm not a part of it. And then Christine yes. kind of rolls her eyes, but it's almost like side-eyeing like, when is the husband ever a part of the dress shopping? Mm-hmm. I was like, Cody, you're a fucking idiot. Just, he just dug himself in so deep. 
Christine said it wasn't about the dress. She had a lot of jealousy, feeling abandoned, and she did not feel special. She says, just when I started to feel okay, those feelings came back. His relationship with Robin was more important than his relationship with me. And I don't think, yeah, we don't want to make it about the dress either. It was more of just the action of you sort of, in some way, like going behind their back. Yes, it's very sneaky. Really really lying to them. Mm -hmm. The lying and being sneaky to the sister wives to please Cody is really gross. It's continued for years. Then we move on to Robin's segment. They describe her as sweet and emotional. She knew exactly what she wanted in a marriage and a husband. Robin says that she had a list of everything that she wanted in a potential mate and that Cody met them all. She also says that she knew she wanted to live this way and she will learn how to be more and more selfless as time goes on. That's a lie. I don't think (laughs) that part has happened. No, I don't think so either. It is still amazing that Robin mentions that she knew she wanted to live this way, considering she kind of lived this way, but not really. And again, we've talked about that before with her family situation. I don't I don't think there's been the type of growth Robin seems to be expecting of herself in this situation. Mm -hmm. Natalie brings up that there is a huge gap. There's been 16 years since another wife has come into the family, which makes you wonder Why are we going for a fourth? Yes. Oh, I stick by my theory on that. So Mary goes on to say that the right person comes along at the right time. But we move on to calling Mary the matchmaker. And Mary was the one that suggested that Robin was sister wife material. And I think that all of this happened because she was struggling with Cody. Not because any right person, right time. It was we're drowning at another wife. I do like that we differ on this on this point where I think it was always BS and Cody actually is like he's sort of the the ringleader sort of Oh yeah. You know, sort I mean, of I can uh, see that too. coaxing Mary into like, <laughs> "Oh, like go talk to her. Oh, she seems yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys have a great relationship." You know, that was she always She would be a great sister wife. Even though <laughs> like I I don't I'm again totally fine being completely wrong and they've mentioned it over and over again that Mary was the one that sort of reached out to Robin Mm -hmm. first, I just love to think that it was really Cody all along. I mean, I could definitely see that. But yeah, that is a weird mindset to think that we are, we're almost at a point of this not working. So let's find someone else. That's my theory. Yeah, it was someone on Reddit described it as Mary's gift to Cody. And that's kind of what I see. Like, oh, we're not working. I'll allow you to have this other woman allow you to bring in a sister wife but that backfired in a way where you oh now you have nothing yeah well you inevitably (laughs) found your husband his soulmate and now you you have nothing yeah yeah i backfired big time they bring up how cody did not have an initial attraction to robin which i don't believe for a second i think he said this to please his wives And he said that he shuddered and had an ick factor about her. All the wives gasped and Christine asks, did you really say that? He looks down at the ground and sighs. So is he, is he BSing us right now or what? He's BSing his wives. Sure. 
That's all it is. As always, Robin is coming to his defense and says he did because I was divorced with kids and that's a lot. It's okay. Janelle pipes up and says, I want you to remember there's a lot of divorced people in this world. Is that a shot from Janelle of like, that's not the reason. Like I was previously divorced. I mean, maybe she's like, hey, you're walking a fine line here. But I think the rub there was also... I mean, Janelle didn't have any kiddos, right? That's some, that's probably a worry of folks that have been divorced and have kids is like, is this person going to accept my children as my, as their own? Well, also just, are they going to be a good adult in their life? Mm -hmm. Robin follows that up with when you marry someone who has children, who has been through a divorce, there is a history. There are these children from another spouse and you have to deal with all of that. It's a lot of work, and he already has a lot of work. Ma'am, what does Cody even do? He doesn't wake up his children. He doesn't get them ready. He doesn't put them to bed. What does Cody do? It's amazing how they've the show, and probably from the request of Robin's ex, is like has never been a part of this. No, I don't. Like, Robin there, would not allow there's that. There's so much going on behind the scenes. Of I mean, they probably still spend time with their dads and, and yeah. like to visit and all the, all this stuff, but. As a viewer watching, like you, it totally removed mm-hmm. from from anything going on in in the Brown household. Not even a mention of like, oh, we're getting you ready to go to your dad's. Nothing, not even close. Nothing I can remember. If somebody remembers, oh no, like there's that. a few times of like, oh, they're on the phone with their dad, or they're gonna go visit their dad. Also. When Dayton got into his his ATV accident, we definitely knew that happened at his dad's. So. Few things, maybe not the best light. (laughs) Natalie asks Robin about how she felt and if she felt like she was tearing the family apart during the season. Robin starts crying and Janelle says, it's a joke that we have. Oh, Robin's crying again. (laughs) I mean, it's It's America's joke now. It's a a defense mechanism. Oh yeah. Like be nice to me. I'm just so vulnerable. Yeah. So back to the question, Robin says she knew that each wife struggled in their own way and that she hates hurting people. It's amazing because the wives have expressed actions that Cody has done to them sort of as an effect of his unwillingness to leave Robin or her kids. But in that way, she is hurting the other wives. Mm -hmm. She's hurting those relationships. And we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but for for what we've seen on the show, there is no push of you need to go spend time with them. Like yes. you need to go spend time with their your your children. I'll say their children, your children. I mean, isn't it weird how Cody would always go to her, but there was no sort of courting between the wives. It was Cody courting her only. Right. I think that is a whole other factor. It's like you didn't even build those relationships there's that probably, we know of, I should probably, say. We saw them go on very minimal group activities, mm-hmm. but there could also be a worry of, well, if they spend a lot of time together and they find out they're not compatible, the wives are going to say like, yeah, she's not for this family. That's true. That's true. Also, like introducing kids is really hard and mm-hmm. all that. But man, they introduced her kids to Cody like immediately. As dad. (laughs) You're right. As dad. Cody says, it makes you check your faith. 
Christine says, Robin has brought a new strength to their family. A coolness, too. The teenagers say Robin is cool. Robin says the teenagers do come over to her closet to pick out clothes. No. No, no one's doing this. I don't. No. I don't believe that for a second. (laughs) This part of the interview goes so well with the question we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Robin talks about her kids fitting in really well. Specifically, Aurora and Brianna with the other little girls in Dayton with all of his new brothers. That's odd. It's almost like you're not getting the full truth there because did did the bullying just start later? Yeah, like seasons later, years later. I don't believe that. Or did it? Like everyone kind of like hit puberty and then well, <laughs> were like jerks it, it, it to each other. It also could be a point of... Like, I don't even feel comfortable bullying you because I don't even know you yet. <laughs> you're a guest. You're a stranger. <laughs> and now that you're you're becoming my sibling, now it's like, well, now I can pick on you. Okay, here's a question I have. And I don't know if it's really fair, but do you think the bullying, quotation marks, was any different than normal sibling bullying? Or is it because Robin is so sensitive, she says that they're only bullying her kids? Oh, you, you didn't even have to mention that last part. I think the brown kids grew up like you would imagine, right? Picking at each other, flicking stuff at each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just, there's so many of them, right? <laughs> and and in Robin's case, you have Dayton and then two little girls. Mm-hmm. And they might have a decent relationship. And Dayton maybe picks on his sisters. But that's, it's a lot different being picked on by one brother versus <laughs> like this army. I of see. People. I think it's that. I just think they're so outnumbered. I don't think they're necessarily being picked on more. I just think there's so many of them. Maybe it appears they're being singled out. It's also different where, I mean, Dayton's just on his own. Like, there's no sharing of like a little boy's things. Well, there's or, the Garrison and Gabe hmm, and stuff. Before, before. Oh, yes. But like yes. now. What if some picking on could be like, I'm stealing your action figure. Uh, I could. Yeah. I could but see there was, that there was never a kiddo in sight that even wanted to play with that. So it was just yours. <laughs> That's true. <right? laughs> or even two little girls, you got some whatever Barbies, but yeah. like now you're sharing with like eight little girls. Like it's much different. <laughs> okay. True. True. I will take a little bit of that back. <laughs> Cody says that he's not taking anything away from their father. They will just have two dads just like the rest of the kids have four moms. That's a lie. You literally took their custody away. A couple points. The custody, from what you told me, well, we recently found out, Robin had the birth certificates changed. Yes, at the adoption. To have Cody's name. Which is so Which is some weird shit. Considering you're here talking about how you don't want to take like things away mm-hmm. from their from their dad or right that's that's a part of your life essentially but i'm literally removing it from the your past like not evidence. only did she steal this photo and put her kids in it a certificate now there's certain situations always where it would be more appropriate or you adopted a child or a, it happened at a younger age and this person always raised them. I don't know. There's all these situations where you're like, yeah, I could, I could see that. But like this dad is still in their lives. That's what, that's why I think it's so weird. Mm -hmm. Something I also wish that they kind of expanded on some more is Natalie asked, is there anything we may have misunderstood? 
Cody says, no, no one gets it. No one gets me. What does that mean? What is that in relation to? Right. And why not break that down for us? Yes, I wish they kind of went into that because that sounds very important to me. That caught my attention. Is it more of a stereotypical, oh, you want more wives so you could have more sex kind of thing? And is that what he's like, oh, people think of that, but they don't understand me. It's not just that. Yeah. Or is it something deeper? Mm-hmm. I wish yeah. we knew. Hmm. We touch on a little bit the Lehigh Police Department opening an investigation, and they didn't want to talk about it too much. Multiple times they said we would just like to defer to our attorney. But Christine says that they never asked the state of Utah to recognize their marriage. Up to this point, they have not had to deal with it. I mean, she's right. Like, why are all of these consenting adults just living their life? I mean, I know there's times where there's like welfare fraud and things like that that happen. But I feel like that's separate because those things could those things could happen to anyone Mm -hmm, sure, or with anyone. Sure. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like all these consenting adults, they're raising a family. There's no abuse present that we know of. The attorney, they had a one interesting line where, yes, it's not legal, but if you go after the Brown family, you'd have to go after every other family. Exactly. And what did they say? The stat was 35,000 polygamous families in the U.S.? I believe so. So, I mean... Are they just going to try to make an example out of them? Like, what was the point of this? Mm -hmm. Then they move on to the topic of tabloids. Janelle laughs and says they read the tabloids to find out stuff they never knew about themselves. Mary says she found out the other day she was leaving Cody. And Cody says every week a different wife is leaving him. Boy, these predictions were true. It's amazing. Yeah. Cody says that if they wanted to leave, they absolutely would be free in that. If any of them wanted to leave, they would get the children. I would just work double time and do whatever it takes to keep the kids close. You know, it's it's interesting here because why do you assume the wife would want to stay close to you? If (laughs) if, if they were at a point where they are ready to end it, they want to walk away when he's thinking, oh, I will buy you a house next door. And I'm like... But if you got to that point, why do they want to be that close to you? They, spoiler, do not. None of them do. <laughs> it's also telling that that was very much focused around to keep the children close. Yes. But what happens when the children are now out of the home into adult life? Mm-hmm. Would you still give me that option? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> Also, it's so interesting that he has this big talk, you know, I'll support them, I'll give them more money, I'll buy them a house, whatever they need to keep the kids close. But when he actually goes through the divorce, he makes it as difficult as he can. He's going to get 50-50. You're, Jesus, ju- you're this, judging their future partner that they've never even, yeah, is not even not, in existence. They don't know them. <laughs> so, Yeah. The last scene is all of the wives saying they are choosing to stay and they are 100% on the same page. So overall, a way better interview than I thought it would be. And I would love many of these questions to be asked currently. I think it was really good. Yeah. I think it was really good. Exceeded expectations. And you know what that means? Next week, 
11 days in San Diego. Let's go. No, no. It's San Diego. It's exotic. <laughs> Thank you, Ace. <laughs> it's exotic. All right. Anything else for this week? No, I'm really excited to close out season one with you season next week. One. Really yeah. cool. Blast in the past. Incredible. It's been so fun to watch. And all of this like key brown lore, things that we still reference all the time. It was this season and I didn't even realize. So it's been really fun. Thank you for joining us on this journey, for joining discussions with us. It's been really fun. Again, please, if you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram. Love the interaction with the community. All right. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Stay safe. Do something fun. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.